Riddle me this, bat friends. When is a podcast host not a good podcast host? Give up, boy blunder? When the podcast host announces the excitement over next week's episode just to have mic problems that prevents that episode from being produced as promised. That's when. When will I learn my lesson, you ask? I just need to shut my mouth and not announce something is happening until it's recorded and completed. See, that's the way that's supposed to work. Are you listening, Joey? Are you listening to yourself as you speak these words? Knowing me, probably not. But I'm going to try. Moving forward, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to do. So please forgive me, my friends. That topical and controversial subject that I said would be in this week's podcast will be, should be, hopefully can be available for next week's episode. Again, my apologies. But I shall not leave you dangling without an episode for this week. When I pulled some of the episodes from my back catalog a little while ago, I mentioned that several that had interesting or important subjects were going to be retooled into new episodes. So this week what I want to do is I want to present one of those. In my continuing series on various issues of gay health, I'm going to repeat an episode that I consider to be vital, really, truly, truly vital to all LGBTQ plus people who are approaching the age of 50 or are already beyond that age. For anyone nearing that magic age, fear is often an accompaniment because of the need and make no bones about it, my friends. It is a need for a colonoscopy. But I want to quell those fears and try to encourage you to go and get this important test done for the sake of detection and prevention of colorectal cancers. Believe me, I was totally a basket case of fear as I was nearing my 50th birthday, and I would really like to help you not feel that way. So the accompanying personal story takes you through my past of previous tests that made the thought of going further into a full colonoscopy a complete nightmare for me. I was losing sleep over it. I was panicked all days about it as I thought about it. But listen to the story, as I think it may quell some of those fears by taking you step by step through the process from a first-hand perspective. And as is the case with most of my stories, I try to inject some humor into it, and in the narration of this vital test, all the humor that is possible needs to be present. So I tried to make it funny-ish for you as well. So please give this important subject a listen, even if you heard this episode before, Maybe run it by again, because if you listened to it before and you said, oh yeah, you know what, I'm going to have my colonoscopy done, and then you kind of put it off and kind of forgot about it, and then the fear might have come back, 
listen to this again. It's really important. I will be back next week with an all-new episode, and I'm planning on releasing new episodes now on Thursdays, as this one is being released on Thursday, so they'll be available for your weekend listening, should you like to listen in your car while you're driving around during the week, end, or week, whenever, at night, whenever you listen to it. If you enjoy the podcast, please do consider giving me a five-star rating on iTunes or a rating on Stitcher Radio that I'm now being carried on. I would love some ratings on Stitcher Radio as well. These all help my podcast greatly, and I truly, truly appreciate anything you can do. So thanks for listening, as always. My name is Joey Hernandez, and this is Gay Health 3, The Fear of Colonoscopies, the 46th episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. Those of us who are in our 50s and beyond... Uh, probably, if we're like smart about our health, we're getting colonoscopies. Or perhaps we're putting them off, right? Because of fear of the unknown. Sometimes when you mention the word colonoscopies, like people totally freak out. Like they just don't know what to do. I mean, I know that it can be really scary. You know, you're having this thing shoved up your bum and... Even though some of us may like that, <laughs> I am not one of those people that likes that. And uh, I'm going to tell you all about the story of my colonoscopy. And fuck, how exciting is that going to be, right? So, we're going to talk about colonoscopies. The reason I want to do this is in talking to my clients and friends um, about their health and fitness. You know, we get into discussions about everything. When people are approaching 50, which is the age that most people begin to have colonoscopies, that's the recommended age that you at least start it by then. If you have a, a family history of uh, colon cancer or problems along those lines, they do suggest you get them earlier. But age 50 is kind of that plateau of where you hit and then you start to have colonoscopies generally every 10 years and my friends and clients you know as it approached as they were like 48 and then 49 many times they'd say you know how nervous how they were about colonoscopies that they wanted to put them off um, as long as possible now I'm going to tell you that I also did that when I turned 50, I knew that was the time to have a colonoscopy. I did put it off for about a year and a half. I had it done just before I turned 52, I think. And the reason is that back in my 30s, I'm, I'm going to get really kind of graphic here, but deal with it. So I was in my 30s and I started having this diarrhea issue that wasn't resolving. My doctor couldn't really figure out what was going on. So he sent me to the hospital to have what's called a flexible sigmoidoscopy. And that's basically the kind of thing that 
a colonoscopy is, only they don't go very far into you. Um, they go up right around the, the corner of your intestine. If you look at the intestines on a diagram, you'll see that it goes up and it makes a corner. So this flexible sigmoidoscopy was going to examine that area. So I went to the hospital and they give you a pill at the time. This is back now in my 30s. So we're going back 20, 25 years. They give you a pill to kind of calm you down. And then you go into, into the room. I went into the room. I laid down on the examination table. I did note that there was this big ass fucking scary long <laughs> flexible tubing that was on the counter. And I, and I'm already like my heart rate's going up like fuck, 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 fuck. So they start by filling you with air to expand your um, colon so that they can get that scope up there. And that was not pleasant in itself. Okay. Um, just feeling like you're blowing up with gas, you know, your stomach starts to feel like, you know, you're, you're really bloated. Like you need to fart in the worst way, but you can't because there's just more gas going into you. And then finally they started into the procedure. Now, let me say that I've had a lot of medical procedures in my life, but in looking back at this 25 years ago, it is still to this day, the worst experience that I ever had this flexible sigmoidoscopy. They started shoving this long flexible tubing into me and Immediately, I was uncomfortable. You know, that pill had relaxed me a little bit, but I was very conscious. I could hear what they were saying. And, oh, the, 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 the discomfort of it was overwhelming. And they kept pushing it in and pushing it in. It came to a point where a nurse gave me a little uh, cup because I was, like, dry heaving. I was starting to throw up from the feeling. And I was just, like moaning and crying right and the doctor's like okay yeah we're going in okay now i'm gonna push a little harder because it's gonna go around the corner and he starts to do that and, and i'm like fucking screaming oh dear god <laughs> and he kept saying okay it's almost done it's almost done and then what seemed like forever but i'm sure it was i mean it was probably like a 10 to 15 minute procedure he pulled it all out and um I was still filled with all this gas. So I was done with the procedure and I went to leave the room and there was just so much gas in me, so much air, gas, whatever. I, I couldn't stand up straight. I was doubled over. So I went into this bathroom that was part of that area and I got down on my hands and knees and I farted for minutes, it, it, minutes. <laughs> You just couldn't believe how bad this was. And then finally it got to a point where I could stand up and I, I left. And I was uncomfortable for that entire day. Okay, so forward to when I go back to my doctor and he said, yeah, we got the results of the sigmoidoscopy. It didn't show anything at all. So what I want to do is I want to order it again and I'm going to have them go up even further. And like my mouth dropped and I said, no fucking way. I don't care if I have diarrhea. I don't care if I die from diarrhea. I am never, 
ever, ever having that done again. And fortunately, for whatever reason, probably <laughs> I was just so freaked out, so full of fear that my body healed itself because the diarrhea went away um, a couple weeks, probably after I finished this flexible sigmoidoscopy. So as I was age 48 and then age 49, I knew that magic 50 years was coming up and that I was going to have to have a colonoscopy. And all I kept thinking about was that fucking flexible sigmoidoscopy. And I was terrorized about having a colonoscopy. I just, I turned 50. I, I couldn't do it. Fortunately, my doctor didn't say anything about it. I turned 51. I didn't do anything about it. And just before I turned 52, my doctor said, ah, you really need to have this done. And I'm like, oh God, please, no. You know, and I talked about the flexible sigmoidoscopy to him. And he's like, you know, it, it, things have changed. Give this a try. All right, what the fuck? So I went through the cleansing procedure to have a colonoscopy. Now you will hear from people that have had colonoscopies that they feel that the cleansing part was the worst part of it. And to be honest with you, again, remembering how it was with the flexible sigmoidoscopy, the, the cleansing thing really wasn't that bad. You start like 10 days or 14 days ahead of time where you have to start to reduce certain things. You have to get, um, you have to stop doing any kind of food that is red because when they're looking at you, that if something's in there, it could be um, mistaken for blood. So you have to shut off all red stuff. And then there was a gradual decrease of different things. And starting like two days before the colonoscopy, maybe it was one day, they give you this fluid that you drink. And that makes you shit over and over and over again. And all through the night before the colonoscopy, um, all I was allowed to have was water and I had to continue to take this beverage that caused me to go. And you went and you went and you went and you went and it got clearer and clearer until it was, you know, just water was coming out of you or fluid was coming out of you. Shit was gone. Right. And let me tell you, when, when I got done with that, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to look like really, my abs are going to be really flat, you know, because everything's out of my intestines. I was a bit disappointed that that wasn't the case. I, I still basically looked the same. So, you know, it was a little bit of a letdown, but I was so scared about that next day. I didn't sleep at all the night before. So I go into the hospital the day of the colonoscopy and I had to bring someone with me um, so that they could take me home afterwards. And once I heard that, I, I was you know, like already thinking, oh my God, it's going to be like 10 times worse than the flexible sigmoidoscopy. If someone has to take me home, <laughs> like I won't be able to walk because there's so much crap in me. So I was, oh, I was so nervous that morning. So I was in the waiting room and just tapping my leg and, oh, God, okay, if we're going to do it, let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. This was early in the morning, like 7.30 in the morning. So they finally take me in towards the room. Uh, actually, they, they put me they put me in a, a temporary room. And 
a nurse came in and I told her the flexible sigmoidoscopy story. And I said, and I'm, I'm absolutely petrified about this. And she said, oh, don't worry. You know, we've done, we've, we've come a long way in those number of years and it's not going to be like that. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever. You know, I, I don't believe her. Right. So she gives me, um, a couple of pills and they're sedatives, right? So I'm calming down a little bit and not really groggy, but just much, much calmer. And then the doctor that was going to do it comes in to introduce himself. And I tell the sigmoidoscopy story again, right? I'm like, oh God, please don't do this to me. And he's like, the same thing. He's like, no problem. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be like that. So then they put me on an IV uh, drip of some medication again that's going to kind of calm you down. And they take me into the actual room. They uh, roll me in on on the table into the room where it's going to be done. There's a TV monitor and there's um, a nurse attendant who was very, very pleasant, who had to hear my flexible sigmoidoscopy story again, right, as they're prepping me. And she kept saying, uh, you know, don't worry, Mr. Hernandez, it's not going to be like that. And I'm like, okay. So um, the doctor's putting lube on my butthole. And uh, even though I had all this medication to calm down, I was still like, oh, God. And the nurse said, don't worry, you're actually going to go to sleep. And so I'm like, okay. And as he's putting the lube on and kind of fingering it in a little bit, I, I'm, I'm saying out loud, uh, I, I'm awake. Hello. I'm still awake. Hello. <laughs> right. And the nurse is patting me. Just, just calm down. Right. And right after I had said that, and she patted me on like my shoulder, the next moment, I swear, the next moment, I was being shaken. Uh, Mr. Hernandez, Mr. Hernandez, we're done. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we're, we're all done. It, you know, y- you did good. Everything's good. Um, you know, it's finished. And I turned to the nurse and I said, you didn't do anything to me. I mean, I would feel it because I know all the gas and air and all that shit goes into you and I'm not feeling anything. You know, did you really do it? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. We went like way up and I'm like, holy crap, really? I mean, I was just, I was so excited that it was done and no pain. No remembering it. Nothing. Ah, I was so fucking relieved. I got up and I walked out and my housemate was there to take me home. And, you know, I could easily have gone home by myself because I was fine. Um, We took the subway home back to my house. So it's like from the hospital to my house on the subways and everything. It's, It's almost an hour trip. And no problem, no problem. I wasn't farting. I wasn't hurting. I wasn't feeling anything. Um, I could easily have gone home by myself. So once they had woken me up, the doctor did tell me, you know, you're clean as a whistle. No polyps, nothing perfect. You can go 10 years without another one. And, you know, I was still just so joyful. (laughs) I mean, I really was. I was like dancing around happy. 
And uh, so we got we, we got home, fine. And then uh, I go into my doctor a few days later, and he reviewed it and said, yeah, you know, it's everything's cool. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know how long I sweated about having that done, how much fear I had? And I don't even remember it, you know? So my point of talking about this and giving you all this intimate information about me is that if you are a person that is fearful of having it done, I can speak as a person that went through that horrible experience of the flexible sigmoidoscopy. And that's probably what you imagine the colonoscopy is going to be like. But in modern medicine, and, and perhaps also because I kept telling literally every single person that was attending to me, all the nurses and the doctor, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. They, um, maybe they gave me a little extra to, I, I have no idea. Um, but to you folks that are fearful of having it done, you're approaching the age where you should have it done. I can honestly say as someone that I, I had never been more scared in my life than I was about having that done. And it was nothing. It was nothing. And if you are fearful, honestly, what I would suggest, and this is just my suggestion, but speak to them, tell them how nervous you are. If you're nervous about having it done. And I don't know if that makes a difference to what they give you, but if you are nervous, be honest about it. You know, don't be closed mouthed and just let them do what they're going to do. Speak about how you feel. And it, I, I assume your experience would probably be like mine. It, and I even told my doctor afterwards, I said, you know, they said I could go 10 years, but if you want to do one again next year or something, I don't care. You know, I'll do this any fucking time you want. And, uh, I really felt that way. And I was so relieved. And so I tell every single person that I can, who's approaching the age and they mention colonoscopies, I have to tell them that story because it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I am probably going to, I'm about to turn 58. So it's been, um, six and a half years since I had one, I'm probably going to go within the next year again, because my brother who is just five years older than me is in uh, stage four, uh, colon cancer. It was all through his colon. It went up through his stomach. Um, it was so bad. Uh, he's had so many operations that the only thing that they could do in this last one was to open him up and they poured in the chemotherapy like into his um into his cavity once once he was open his whole stomach they cut him um from his breastbone all the way down to his dick area and they they what they said is they put fluid in and kind of rocked him back and forth to kind of dissipate it all through that area um so just the fact that he has gotten this and is so sick um, I, I'm going to opt to go and have a colonoscopy done again, even though it hasn't been the 10 years. His diet and my diet, um, my exercise and his lack of exercise, I'm sure are factors as to why he developed this. But just as a cautionary thing, I'm going to go probably in the next year to have it done again. And I'm not fearful of it. 
And, but I'll tell you, when I get there, I'm going to tell them I'm nervous. And would you please check my record for the last thing, you know, last time I had the colonoscopy done. And whatever drugs you give me, give me that exact same thing, you know, give me the pills, give me the IV, give me whatever knocked me out in the room just before you did it. And I'll be happy as can be. And so I'm literally going to say that, look up my records. Obviously they're going to list what drugs they gave me and I'm just going to ask them to repeat it. So if you are fearful of having this done, please don't let that stop you. Because colon cancer, what my brother's going through is, is a horror. Um, it's amazing that he is still alive. Unfortunately, my family's not the closest and I don't have a lot of contact with him, uh, in the last couple of years, but I haven't been told that anything else has happened with him. So I'm assuming that he's as good as can be, you know, as it, it's going to get worse. I mean, they told him it was going to get worse and that his life will be extremely shortened because of that. So he's, you know, um, I'm going to be 58. So he's 63 and, uh, he'll probably be lucky if he hits 65. And my brother was the kind of person that never went to the doctor. So he didn't have a colonoscopy done. Um, he just ignored it. And by the time that they knew something was wrong, it, had progressed and it was just too late. It's a horrible, horrible thing to have. And the colonoscopy, if you have it done, you can be screened for it. And it really isn't anything. Honestly, please, 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 please go and have it done. Talk to your doctor. And if you're approaching the age of 50, you really should be having it done. I'm not giving medical advice here. Um, as I say in my other podcast, I'm not a doctor. I'm just giving an opinion. So talk to your doctor about it. Have a, have a dialogue. It, it, you know, sometimes doctors are busy, the, the general physicians that care for us. And the, it may not occur to them that you're hitting 15, you should have the colonoscopy. So if you are, talk to your doctor, mention it. Should I have this done? If there's something in your family that, like my brother uh, in the past, you should probably have it done before 50. Talk to your doctor about it, please. Okay, that's my whole fucking lecture about colonoscopies. But I just really want everyone to have one, please. <laughs>